Welcome back to Dafa Shavua. This week we're going to be continuing the fourth parak of Meseches Ksubos, making our way from the bottom of Daf Nun Days uh, into Daf Nun Gimel as we make our way through the fourth parak of Meseches Ksubos. So our Gemara is continuing the conversation that we were having with regards to uh, many of the Tanai Ksuba, all of these conditions that come with the Ksuba, and uh, the one that we are currently discussing is the Tanai of what we referred to on the previous Daf of Benin Dichrin. And the Gemara presents us <coughs> with the case uh, of Rav Papa working on getting his son um, married to the daughter of Abba Surah. Now, this case that the Gemara presents us on the bottom of Daphnun Bey's uh, Ahmed Bey's is a unique and interesting case because Rav Papa was also married to a daughter of Abba Surah. So him and his son were marrying sisters. The Gemara tells us that uh, that her papa went to Abba Sura's house to write uh, a ksuba for uh, to write a ksuba for her, and uh, the Gemara then goes on to describe the following uh, the following instance. And with regards to uh, this uh, this scenario that the Gemara presents us, so it's obviously eyebrow raising as her papa and his son both marrying sisters seems quite odd, and it's uh, unique certainly in the realm of halacha and what that means and what the ramifications of a father and a son marrying two sisters are and um, whether or not that would still be uh, allowed. So it happens to be that there's a tshuva in the Nod of Yehuda uh, about Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid and Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid Tzava, he has all sorts of halachos that he, uh, that Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid put into, uh, put into practice. And one of these uh, halachos that he put into practice is that uh, a person can't cut all of his nails on Friday and you can't have the same name as a parent-in-law and uh, all of these different things that uh, Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid was no hig, uh, you know, uh, extra, extra chumras that, uh, that he decided to, uh, that he decided to insert into the, uh, into uh, areas of Nihuge uh, Chumra. So it happens to be that in, in uh, Evan Ezer, Simonayin Test, in the Nod of Yehuda, we have a story about a boy uh, who's going out with a girl and his future father-in-law has the same name as him. So he's going out with this particular girl. Her father and him uh, possess the same first name. So he goes to the Nod of Yehuda and he asks the Nod of Yehuda if he needs to be makbid on these uh, on these uh, on these conditions that are set forth by the uh, by Rabbi Yehuda Hachasid, and uh, what he should do if he should continue to go out with her, or uh, should he uh, should he break up as a result uh, as a result of this? So it happened to be that the Rabbi Yehuda said that uh, there if there's a Gemara that presents one of these uh, one of these chumras that we can't argue on a Gemara person who goes ahead and argues on the Gemara. So we have this, uh, we have this, uh, this, this rule that if you argue with the Gemara, then you're uh, outside of the Mesorah uh, of the Jewish people. And in the introduction, so Rabbi Yudah Chassid goes through uh, many of these, uh, many of these rules. And uh, in our case, that our Gemara presents, it would be fine for Papa to go ahead and marry his son uh, off to his sister-in-law because that's not an explicit rule in the Gemara, and therefore uh, it would have been uh, it would have been mutter, just like a person who's going to have the same name as his uh, as his future father-in-law. Uh, that uh, that the case is in the Noah de Yehudas. The Gemara then goes through much of the ensuing conversation about this uh, stipulation of Benin Dichren and the stipulations of Yerusha and how it is that we go ahead and make sure that uh, the proper people are receiving the proper Yerusha when, herit- in, when inheritance uh, needs to be handed out to, uh, to people that deserve it. So who gets it in all of these 
uh, in all of these uh, particular cases. So the story that the Gemara tells is a story of Yehuda bar Maremar, who saw Rav Papa on his way to the house of Abasura. That's the Gemara that uh, begins on the, uh, the bottom of Nun Gimel and then into uh, the bottom of Nun Beis Amabes, sorry, and then into the top of Nun Gimel Amad Aleph. And he sees him going to the house of Abasura. As they get to the house, so the Gemara tells us that Yehuda bar Maremar left and Rav Papa asked him to come to the house uh, to be there to discuss the stipulations of the Ksuba. So they sit down at the table to discuss the dowry that will be, uh, pro- that, that will be brought into the marriage. And uh, the Gemara wonders why uh, you, uh, Yehuda Bar Marimar didn't want to go in to uh, the home to discuss these stipulations. And uh, perhaps based on a Rambam in Hilchos Nachlos in Perik Vav, Halacha, Yod Aleph, we have an answer to this question. And the Gemara tells, the, the, the Rambam tells us rather that it's a Midas HaChasidasi, Shelo Yoed Adam Chosid B'Tzavah Shem Avirim Bo Yerusha Min HaYorei Shafil Mi Ben Sheinu Noig Kshul Achiv Chacham V'Noig Kishura. So the Rambam describes that a person should uh, do their best to uh, not be involved unless it's necessary in uh, in discussions of Yerusha and discussions of inheritance. And perhaps that's what Yehuda Bar Marimar uh, was trying to do over here. He didn't necessarily have such a relationship and such a uh, shaykhus to, uh, to this particular case. And uh, he didn't want to get involved with it. He wanted to move away. He wanted to remove himself from this, uh, from this, uh, you know, from this, uh, this uh, this Yerusha, and therefore he uh, he left, and uh, he didn't uh, he didn't want to take part in he didn't want to take part in any of that. And that's what the Gemara uh, presents us with at the uh, the outset of Daf Nun Gimel Amud Aleph, and then the Gemara goes on to ask uh, a series of questions that uh, are going to hinge on the uh, the level of ksuba that a woman is going to be deserving of in each particular uh, situation. The Gemara asks. What would happen if a woman sells her ksuba to her husband and all of the rights to the ksuba? So we have a situation over here where, where if the husband dies first or he divorced, di- divorces her, so she uh, is not going to be able to go ahead and claim her ma'asayim zuz or any of the ksuba uh, that, uh, that befits her. But if she dies first, the husband will not have to fulfill the ksuba chiyuvim uh, that are uh, that are presented uh, that are presented to him, and we have this whole conversation about the benin dichrin that we've uh, that we've been describing over here, and the ksubas benin dichrin, and what happens, and how uh, children are going to be orish. Male children, women children, etc., etc., etc. So the Gemara then presents us with the Mishnah that comes from Meseches, that comes from Meseches Yevamos, where uh, we have the following, uh, where we have the following situation, and the Gemara tells us based on a. Um, Based on a uh, a mission in Yivamo Sandaf Ayin Zayin, where we have a woman who remarries um, uh, 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 a man, assuming that her first husband, who uh, who traveled the Medina Sayam, uh, assuming that the first husband died. However, the first husband actually returns, and the Gemara there in Yevamos explains that the mission actually refers to a case where somebody comes along and testifies that actually the first person. Uh, the first person died, and even though two adim are generally uh, necessary for uh, all these types of things, so there was the kanas chachamim that the edus of one single person uh, would be accepted to establish that a woman's husband uh, that a woman's husband had died. So we have this uh, situation in which this woman's uh, husband goes ahead and seemingly dies, but then he shows uh, then he shows back up, and uh, what would happen? Um, what would happen should she should she die, and who would receive the Yerusha? Would it be the children of husband number one? Would it be the children of husband number two? And the Gemara tells us that 
uh, the Gemara tells us that uh, the woman has to go ahead and be divorced by both husbands and she's going to lose all of the rights to her, uh, to her mizonos and to her ksuba, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, that's what's going to happen should she have gone ahead and, uh, and, uh, and remarried uh, after, uh, after this set of circumstances. So the Gemara... Um, goes on once again and tells us about a case of a woman who waives her right to the ksuba. And the Gemara tells us that she has no right to the mizonos when she is widowed. Again, as our Gemara presents us with all these uh, situations, so we're describing over here uh, all of these uh, conditions that are going to go into a, uh, that are going to go into a ksuba. Obviously, um, you know, a, uh, a ksuba nowadays that is, uh, that's written, a ksuba nowadays, in which all the stipulations are uh, clear from the outset, in which we have a uh, very clear uh, understanding and idea uh, of what's going to be taking place and what the ksuba is going to be requiring uh, of a person. So that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, Lamaisa, uh, what we uh, what we have nowadays, but uh, in the times of the Gemara, we had all sorts of uh, we had all sorts of complications with regards to uh, a woman dying, with regards to the ksubos um, and uh, and the like. So the Gemara presents a story in which we have a few Amaram that were sitting around uh, a table and uh, they were uh, they were doing whatever it was that they were doing. So we have Rav Nachman and Ula and Rav Avimi Bar Rav Papi and Rav Chia Bar Ami, and a, a guy comes in. A random guy in the Gemara tells us that uh, So a man comes in and he uh, tells this group of people that his, uh, that his Arusa had died. Again, they went through the first, uh, they went through the first uh, stage of marriage, but they didn't get through uh, to the actual, uh, actual Nisun. And the husband wants to know whether he's going to be Chayev to pay for the burial of, um, of, um, of, uh, of, of his Arusa. And they respond to him, Zil Kvar Ksuba. So he has to go. He has to either uh, bury him or he has to provide her with the Ksuba. That's based on a Gemara that we have above on Daf Nun Zayin Amud Beis that the uh, Chachamim went ahead and the Chachamim said that uh, the husband has to go ahead and pay for and, and organize all of the, uh, all of the uh, Kivura details in return for uh, his inheriting his wife's Ksuba that he promised to her. And uh, the Gemara goes on and tells us about the, uh, the importance and the Tanayim of uh, of that uh, of that particular case, so there are quite a few uh, halachic ramifications of this woman being his arusa only and not his full fledged wife. Uh, and uh, the Gemara says that whether or not he's going to go into aninus when she dies, so uh, that would depend on what level of relationship they have. So the Gemara tells us that he is not going to become an onain when uh, when his uh, when his arusa dies when his wife. Uh, well, not really his full-fledged wife, but when this woman becomes, when this woman uh, passes away. And this also has ramifications for uh, Meister Shaney and other Corbanos that uh, he's not going to be, uh, that he potentially uh, would not be allowed to eat should he uh, should he uh, be in full-fledged Aninus. It's based on a Gemara and Zvachim on, uh, on Davkuf that uh, usually when a man's wife uh, dies when his full wife dies, so um, he uh, becomes an onain. But over here, we're going to say that uh, he's not going to become an onain as a result of the death of uh, of his arusa. Another ramification is whether or not he's allowed to become tummy for her if. 
uh, if uh, if he's a Kohen. And uh, these are, uh, again, questions that uh, certainly arose when we had all of these, uh, when we had two stages of marriage, when we had an, uh, an Erisin, and when we had a, uh, a Nisuin that took place, say, uh, uh, quite a while later. Uh, again, nowadays that we have the world of engagement and Erisin and Nisuin really happen uh, simultaneous, not simultaneously, but moments uh, moments apart, divided by the reading of the Ksuba. So much of this is not going to be relevant uh, in our uh, in our day and age, and in the um, in the uh, the marriages that we are uh, that we are accustomed to. But the Shulchan Aruch in Yoridea and Shinayin Gimel, uh, Sif Dalad does quote this whole brisa about uh, being married to an Arusa about Erisin and the uh, the halacha. Lemaisa uh, that would ensue should a uh, should a woman die in that particular in that particular case. Mar goes on to describe uh, the cases of in Arusa and what happens in the case of uh, in the case of death and uh, all sorts of uh, ramifications uh, to that. As we make our way to Dafnun Gimel Amid Beis, so the Gemara analyzes not the uh, Benin Dichrin that we were speaking about thus far, but the Gemara tells us that we have this new stipulation of the Benin Nukvin, that the female children that, uh, that this woman is going to have from this particular man, and what would happen uh, in... Uh, in um, in, in, in that situation and what would happen when they were uh, when they would get married and what would happen uh, as they made their way uh, as they made their way through life and we have uh, we have we have discussions as the Gemara goes on between Rav Chista and Rav Yosef about uh, whether or not um, whether or not the uh, the uh, the Arusa would receive. Uh, would receive uh, Mizonos from her father's estate or not, and uh, ensuing conversations with regards to the nature of the uh, the uh, these particular marriages. So again, as we make our way through Daphne and Gimel and Beis, we have these uh, more discussions of these Tanaik Suba and uh, how much and when a particular woman is going to receive her uh, Suba. Dollars from her, uh, from her husband, from her full fledged husband, from her, uh, from her arusa, and uh, how this uh, is going to play out. Halakha to uh, to uh, what would happen in such a such a situation? So that's how the Gemara ensues on Daf and Gimel Amid Beis, making our way through the uh, the fourth parak. That is Meseches Ksubos Daf Nun Gimel.